0: pop quiz hot shot what was your first
1: welcome to the magnificently huge podcast with your hosts eric reed brian krueger and chris ryerson three idiots who decided to slap an adverb together with an adjective to bring you one magnificently huge discussion each week about the movies and pop culture we kind of like maybe even secretly love before we ultimately crab all over them We're not here to save the world, we're just here to make it
0: weirder, one podcast at a time. This is Magnificently Huge. Surprise! Yeah, so I had a whole idea for a show for this week, but it blew, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to change up. I'm going to find out what my friends were into when they were kids. Uh, Not not the stuff that somebody plopped us down in front of to watch, not the music they decided we would like to hear Uh, the first time we had sort of our our, our own decision making power in the culture that we were going to take in Um, because I wanted to know Uh, I don't know if you know much about the 70s but having grown up in them they were pretty foul Uh, and the pickings were pretty slim not like you kids these days with your YouTubes and your TikToks. talks uh, yeah, we had, yeah you know, five TV channels, uh, and vinyl albums. Uh, oh, I don't even know how I didn't eat a gun. Oh, because I didn't know that better was coming with the internet. Yeah. So, yeah, enjoy, and let us know what you were into, because I'd kind of like to know what our listeners, uh, you know, dig. Okay, let's do this. And welcome back yet again to the Magnificently Huge Podcast. I am once again, Eric. (laughs) Shit. Did I give my last name? Let's beep that out, because I'd rather not share that. Jesus Christ. Okay, take two, take two, take two, do it again. Oh, I thought you were just going to put a beep over it.
1: I mean, no, no, I'm going to put a beep over it and play this take two business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back to the Magnificently Huge Podcast. I'm Eric. Hi, Eric. I'm Brian.
2: Hi Eric and Brian. I'm Chris and our last names are actually in the pre-recorded intro anyway, so it doesn't <laughs>
3: matter.
0: <laughs> but you're good. You're good. Uh, I got to I got to I got to listen to this show someday. I hear it's good.
2: <laughs> but, you know, welcome to good. the
0: show everybody. Yeah. Uh we do stuff on the show.
1: Among that, we talk about what's been new when watching, reading, doing. It's the fresh shit
3: this shit is fresh
0: oh shit it is fresh this stuff is really fresh
2: have you listened to this show at all eric that's my main question
0: <laughs> i have but you know <laughs> okay. like i just i just listen for like you know mentions about me you know yeah funny things you just, i said and you, then yeah I, you just you like know,
2: your own voice touch I get
0: myself it. and go on with my day yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh hey but you got any fresh shit uh,
2: I'd like to go first if I may speaking of uh, yeah, self pleasure uh, but not uh, so the Batman the new one has been in theaters and mm. Warner Brothers likes to put all their stuff out on HBO Max like almost immediately which I love so I don't have yeah. to go to a dirty cove filled theater uh, so I finally blocked out five hours of my day to watch this thing. <laughs> uh it's only three hours, but I say five because that's what it felt like. Um Sure. But have you both I know Brian's seen it. Have you seen it yet, Eric?
0: I I didn't finish it. Yeah, right? Like you uh, said, it's long as fuck and and it's about as grueling a, a visual spectacle yeah. as seven. So yeah. mm. That's
2: exactly so, yeah. what I was gonna say. This is like basically uh David Fincher's Batman. I mean, that's the full on five. Yeah. yeah. I started watching this thing, I'm like, if someone doesn't wind up with their head in a fucking box by the end of this thing, it is gonna be fruitless and pointless and for naught. And nobody I, winds I up mean, with a fucking head in a box. And I was just so they mad. They
0: keep trying to make Batman dirtier and dirtier and grittier and right? grittier each time I'm like the next time he's gonna have to be covered in poo. I mean, someone's going to have to put him in poo in order to go, wow, this is really gritty and dirty. Yeah, It's just,
2: yeah. I just, I don't understand why they need to keep going darker and grittier or, uh, cause it doesn't work. It's like, there's no, there's zero fun in this movie at all. Like, yeah. There, it's just, there's yeah. no, nothing enjoyable about it. It's basically, uh, one of two things. It's, it's Pattinson in the bat suit, uh, brooding with his weirdly straight jaw which I had really no idea that Pattinson's jaw was that angular. I mean, it's just so weird, but, and it works with the cowl, uh, but it's just him just like talking like this, but not doing the The Christian bell. He's just doing a normal, like disguise your voice (laughs) thing. Uh, I must,
0: I must give it credit though, for being probably the first detective Batman, because uh, Batman is world's greatest detective. It's supposed to be, you know, like, but, but, once again, the detective the the, the, the the problem isn't that difficult. You know, it doesn't yeah. really require yeah. well, the uh, the intelligence of Batman to solve. Yeah. All all of the riddles are from third grade books of riddles. Yeah. Right? Like and
2: not- and it's like they're like the envelopes that say to the Batman and then they read the riddle and almost immediately Batman's like, Oh, here's the answer. I mean it's like, really? dude. It's it's, because everyone's heard these riddles. Well, everyone else is going, what does this mean? I don't understand. And then he's like, Oh, this is the answer. Oh, of course. And then they piece it together. But at no point he does any real detective work though. That's what's irritating. It's like, he's got like computer programs with the ciphering. Yeah. Algorithms and shit like that. And it's like, that's all he does. And then Alfred, who, uh, as we all know from other backstories from the other 700 movies was, you know, British secret service or SS or whatever, and uh which
0: is a recent development. I mean yeah. there was like one comic series of many where he was yeah. you know that and now it's i guess canon that Cannon. he was always a badass. Yeah. And so Alfred's
2: helping him with the the codex to decipher these weird riddles and shit like that. But at no point does he ever really do any detecting. It's sort of like watching mm-hmm. uh the Maltese Falcon. Which is a classic noir movie, Humphrey Bogart as Sam Spade, but that's not really a detective story at all. It's just basically Stan, Sam Spade like bumbling in his way into all of this other shit that's going on and then getting credit for solving the crime, which he never solved.
0: That's this. It's just so irritating. So, did you ever watch here, here, House? Did you ever watch the show House? No. I mean, like, say what you will about medical dramas or House, but they managed to have, in the first season at least, a, a solid mystery for him to solve each time and it took work and it there was like you could count the steps of how he solves it he goes from this to this he knows this he doesn't know this he finds out that it's like it's not difficult to do you know you can do more than just you know like yeah like you say a a third grade riddle that only he somehow knows yeah (sighs) but it's just irritating so
1: I, I contend, though, that this was well cast and everybody did good stuff. The problem here is in the edit. Like, there is a there is a good two hour Batman movie buried in this three hour long slog. Right? Like, yeah. tighten it up.
2: And the, as the but here's the question: Is the two hour version more well lit? Than this one, no. Like I say,
1: it, it's every shot is one color and black. Yeah, right. Like that's all it is.
2: I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's just it was so dumb. And I'm watching it too. And as you know, as the second hour ticked on, I'm like, okay, Matt Reeves, you're pretty much just giving us the film nerd version of Batman because it's like you're you're Cop and Fincher, you're copping and Nolan. Obviously, you're definitely got some Burton aspects in there. You're really getting into some Scorsese. With the taxi driver, the streets are made of filth vibe. Uh, I mean, it's just so much stuff going in that any film nerd's going to look at and go, okay, yeah, I've seen that
1: movie. I understand oh. that crib. And I it mean, just became he's also, He's also Matt Reeves. I mean, I, did you watch the Planet of the Apes movies that he made? I saw the first one. Because they are also super color graded and they take their damn time. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean... <laughs> so yeah. it's not like he didn't... Show people what he was into from a sort of pacing and tone perspective before he got the gig. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but
2: it's just my my big big peeve with this is like every other Batman movie that's come since Batman Returns is that okay? We've got one of the iconic rogues gallery, but let's throw all of the men just for shits and giggles so we've got the riddler we've got Catwoman, we've got the penguin and then at the very tail end they tag in what is presumably the joker for the sequel that yeah they're gonna make there's I mean, actually it's
1: just... a cut scene of that joker um on the internet that they put out like okay. there's a there was another joker scene yeah um it's just
2: pointless but okay
1: and yeah i i'm like like i said in my when i brought this i was like this is like the millennial version of Batman. Yeah, like I feel like it's not for me.
3: It's just uh,
2: well, this is the thing. I mean, Pattinson acquits himself okay as Batman. I mean, I wasn't irritated like I was with you know Clooney or Kilmore or uh, or even uh, the last one with uh, Bale. Like towards the end, that no, just last obnoxious. one was Ben
0: Affleck. Uh, Christian well, Bale, yeah. I think, was okay, but, you yeah. know, he has that speech impediment. How, yeah. how can nobody know that he's he's not Bruce Wayne when they both have the same lisp?
2: Well, yeah, I was going to say, his impediment is being English. <laughs> that was my question. Uh, right. But, but, you know, so he acquits himself okay as Batman. I mean, he wasn't as menacing to me. It's like, I just, like... Like, say what you will about Ben Affleck's Batman. Like, when he shows up, it's like, oh, that guy would literally beat the shit out of anybody. I buy that yeah. in a heartbeat. But this one, he shows up, and it's just sort of like, okay, fear is not really your bag, <laughs> is it, dude? He just sits and, around and, like, stares at people broodingly. You know, it's like, And eh. this
0: was, you know, Batman year one, so yeah. I I get mm-hmm. it. They were trying yeah. to do year one.
2: Yeah. But his Bruce Wayne is fucking terrible it's like let's just let's just show him with the greasy streaked hair uh just looking like a weird tim burton illustration uh that was disappointing because i did think
0: ben affleck did the best bruce wayne i don't know if he was the best Mm -hmm. batman but he was the best bruce wayne you really believed that was a person yeah and And that's and and you believed he was a billionaire yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah.
2: whereas this one he was just he was a petulant little kid it definitely had uh, a lot of like kylo ren vibes to me it's sort of like you know (laughs) just that petulant little spoiled rich kid who's doing like the legacy bullshit i thought and then i mean like halfway through the movie i'm like oh man if you could get pattinson and adam driver in some other movie together (laughs) i think that would be gold i think they would play very well against each other but this one it's (laughs) sort of like ah it's just tiresome and then when you get to uh Colin Farrell as the Joker under all of that makeup the penguin you mean yeah, yeah The yeah as the penguin I'm like he looks like Richard kind you know from yeah. Spence from Spence I'm like why didn't they just catch catch Richard kind in this they would have saved themselves so much makeup money
0: <laughs> and he, he would was have been the, just he was as the mayor of Gotham on Gotham oh that's right he was oh god so he's, he's got he's got past you know yeah yeah <laughs> he's already so, involved
2: yeah, and then you've got uh, Jeffrey Wright, who's basically just playing Felix Leiter again, but this time it's Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just there were so many like telephoned in. So it, it, I would still put it mid-tier Batman because it definitely outpaces any of the Schumacher and pretty much the Snyder bullshit that just irritates me to no end. Uh, but it was still a slog. But it does make yeah. a good case for somebody actually doing uh a a serious film treatment of The Dark Knight Returns. Like if you could take this aesthetic but actually make something yeah. enjoyable that, you know, full-on Frank Miller where it's got uh, some really good dark humor at the core that works and clicks, I think that would work. I think this sets the stage for something like that. But I doubt it would ever happen. So, that's me being disappointed in THE Batman. Thank you for your time.
0: Alright. So, Eric, you got any fresh shit? Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the film a Batman I, next. I think that's what we need. <laughs> yeah,
2: or just, you know, Batman exclamation point and do it as a musical, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they need to do something because
0: uh, it's just tired. It's just tired.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like we... The first... I'm sorry, I, I'm, I can't get off this yet because the first time we got a Batman <laughs> film in 89 that was eye-popping that was like oh shit yeah that's right we can do this sort of thing and then it just sort of you know it stayed too long and it was horrifying and then they brought it back and it was like oh oh good good i remember liking this and then they keep bringing it back and it's like there's not enough time to breathe yeah. It's like a new Spider Man every five years. Well, yeah. I would, I'm
1: stop. looking at this as Batman is a reflection of the society that generated each Batman movie, and we've just been watching right. the slow like yeah, like degradation and cynicism and pain and depression of the last thirty years I guess. reflected in the Batman <laughs> mean, with less would, and less
0: art each time. Yeah, I mean yeah, each time yeah. there is just less and less of any kind of style. It's yeah. completely money driven. Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I will.
2: I will give it this. At least they didn't rehash the origin story again. So they they just right with That's that.
0: Good. So yeah, I I, appreciate I was that. so tired of seeing those pearls drop. It's like every Star yeah. Wars game has those walkers, and you have to fly the snow speeder around <laughs> them with the cable. Every <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. one. So I will give them. You're that. welcome. Uh, oh. <laughs>
2: good job, Brian. Good job. Well played. Uh, uh, but I will say, I almost forgot that uh, I was not expecting the, the use of Nirvana in this, which made me feel so oh, it's old, goddamn old. I never saw the preview. I was like, I am uh. i don't care. It's like So I, I came into this fresh with no real knowledge. But was it Territorial Pissings? Was that the song they used? I can't remember now. But uh, it, uh, it just made me feel... Something in remember. the Way, ooh. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I don't know what the name yeah, of the song is off yeah. the top of my head. But yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that was good and then who else here was exasperated too when uh when the riddler just gave up like they they found him in the the, the edward hopper framed diner shot uh boulevard of broken dreams and then he just basically quietly gave up so he'd go to arkham ah so irritating anyway sorry yeah. I, go ahead
1: by, the, by that point, I had given up and was just waiting for the movie to wrap it up. So whatever. Yeah. I
2: love it. You said you fell asleep during the big car chase in the middle where he's chasing I did. the penguin. I, I mean, totally fell like, asleep during and, the only action scene in the yeah, movie. And I could totally see how that would happen. I'm like, I was even bored and I knew there was going to be a big chase. I mean, it was just oh. <laughs> like like the whole thing like ends with a giant fireball. Uh, and then it throws the penguins car off to the side and wrecks. And then like the last shot of that whole sequence is the upside down shot of Batman walking towards the car. And then suddenly like this sideways glance of him just peering into the car. I'm like, are they, is this really how they're framing this? Like that's the most ridiculous entrance to finding a villain I have ever seen. It was so stupid. (laughs) It was so irritated. (laughs) Oh, anyway, sorry. All this shit just coming in. Uh, It's just, I'm a, I'm a, A bling filter right now, so go ahead.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it there 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 were worse superhero movies. I if nothing else, you got to applaud it for not being yet another Marvel movie. Those bland, bland Marvel movies. Yeah, I can't wait for the next one. Mm -hmm. Check out (laughs) check
1: out Moon Knight. Like the latest episode of Moon Knight goes uh, darker than anything I've seen Marvel do actually. But really, uh, I uh, mean, not even my fresh shit. Ah. it's, but, that, it's starting yeah.
2: to, to take on a very uh, Stephen Summers mummy vibe to me, which I can't shake. And I don't know mm. if that's just me being uh, really picky. But yeah. Anyway. Go ahead. Fair
0: enough. Eric, what was your fresh hit? <laughs> well, I, uh, it's funny. I, I had like a free pass for uh, Xbox Game Pass. And that's why I reviewed that game last week. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, uh, yeah. So, uh, what came with it, though, was, I guess, Xbox Live, which I've never used, and I didn't really know that until I noticed that I have access to GTA Online, so I've been playing the fuck out of that. I have never liked online games. Uh, This, at least, I know Grand Theft Auto back and forth, so, like, the controls are all second nature, you know, that's all great, but there are kids on this thing who've been playing this for years who just run around and bully other players it's the reason I hate <laughs> online games so much It's like you're just walking down the street and this guy keeps sniping you in the head and it's like hey bitch I'm just trying to is that necessary you know I mean, <laughs> I'm not playing with headphones I can't hear what anybody's saying I can't talk to them I've turned all that shit off I'm just playing a game and <laughs>
2: that's, that's, almost, that's almost sweet,
1: the way that that would work out.
2: It's like everybody yeah, else on, online is just like really into it and connected. And you're like, no, I'm just, yeah, I'm moving no, the No, right, no,
1: no, you can't. You, get, you can't listen to, to chat. It's the world. It's so bad. It's mm. so bad. Yeah. In any game.
0: I, I don't want to know these people, you know? I don't want to. And, and I don't want to team up. That's another thing. I don't want to play with anyone. I just, I'm doing my thing and go fuck yourself. Yeah. And fuck, yeah. Fuck you. I'm the avatar. So are you are able to go
1: do weird, weird stuff in the game without just getting griefed constantly? Or, uh, well, I, can... I mean, I don't,
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't get grief like I can't hear when they're talking shit about me, obviously. But, you know, like the grief I said is like when you have like somebody who's like a yeah. level 900 flying around in their fucking, you know, jet cycle and just blowing up anybody they want. Uh, but I still have fun. I, I found, somebody put a bounty on my head, and so I, I hid in this hangar um, behind a box or something. Somebody comes to get me, and they blow up the plane that's in the hangar, thinking I'm in it, and so they come running up because they can't figure out why I'm still on their radar, and then I kill them, and I'm like, hey, this is fun! I like killing other people! <laughs> this is, it's kind of like when I got a chainsaw for Christmas, and I was like, now I understand why you know chainsaw murders are so popular. You chop up a tree, and you're like, "I want to chop up more stuff." It's like right. you play this game and you experience some gun violence, and you're like, "Yeah, I want to shoot more people. I want a flying motorcycle rocket so I can blow everybody up, like that dude just <laughs> did to me." I don't know. I think it's about becoming the bully.
2: So I don't know what I'm talking about. If you if you're if <laughs> so, you basically you you play long enough to find yourself the bully that's the the, yeah. the whole reason to play it it's just to become I, so I, to so so good at it that you can just go around and fuck with people like well no guy. i didn't it's a version of free guy.
0: i actually yeah i have not gotten to the part where i will you know just fuck with people i i'm i think i'm done honestly i played for a week and i'm like eh, i'm good when this thing this subscription runs out i'm not gonna keep it because okay. it's like a job I mean okay. you 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 level up and you uh, level up yeah. so that you can get an office where you do supply missions. I'm like, an office? I've got a video game I play where I my goal is to work in an office? Fuck you. Give me more people <laughs> uh, to kill and stuff to shoot. That's
1: why I don't like games like Grand Theft Auto Online is cuz yeah, exactly that. It's it's it totally just rewards people who have nothing but free time or or extra money to spend on you know pay to win mm-hmm. yeah and and yeah it requires you to keep logging on and logging on and logging on you can't have a normal life so yeah that that kind of online game is not my bag but it rewards, i understand people who have fun
0: it rewards grinding when you just yeah. sort of grind through the same mission over and over and over so that you can level up and yeah to buy stuff to help you level up more stuff you don't need
2: do they have a Fast and the Furious module for GTA? Like where to get money, you get, crew, you get your crew together to go steal toasters off the back of a truck or something. I, mean, I, I think that would be fun. I would pay for that, right?
1: They, they make whole <laughs> games of it and they're not good. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Eric, there's plenty of other good stuff on that Game Pass. You should probably check out some other games. I've tried.
0: I've gone through so many of those things and I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I don't like games anymore. Hey, when Just, was the last time you, oh, okay.
2: When was the last time you played Hitman?
0: decades literally decades i mean i seem to remember that was like your jam for like a hot minute it's on game pass the new hitmans and they're really good actually
1: there you go yeah i
0: used to have a lot more anger than i do now i mean i would like i would in my in my mind i had specific people's faces i would put on those people and (laughs) yeah
2: okay all right fair enough uh well that's all right right. i read now
0: oh god don't start. No, nothing, nothing. Alright.
1: I got a I got a few things. Uh so the game I've been I'm still playing the hell out of uh Elden Ring, uh, which is really huge. Uh, so huge. <laughs> that's been the game I I'm continuing to play. Um
0: And do you play I'm really as enjoying the, it as a guy named Elden Ring? No. No that's a, that <laughs> that's sounds mis- like a name.
2: That's Mr. Ring to you, sir. S-
0: yeah. But my friends call me Elden. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, um, also continuing to watch Moon Knight, continue to watch Severance, which continues to be great, by the way. Um, but uh, what I'm gonna bring to the show, I I did go see um another movie that's actually not part of some big IP franchise. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw that a week uh, or two ago. Didn't didn't yeah. He that that brought this? it to
1: the show. Yeah, he wouldn't spoil it for me because because I he knew right. I was going to go see it like well, that day.
2: Well, I'm going to see it eventually, so you know.
1: Yeah, so we're still not going to spoil it, but Chris, go see it. um I'll see
2: it everything for, uh, everywhere all at once. Yeah, I'll see it for Jonathan Kekwan. You know,
0: I it will, you should because he's one of the best parts. It will definitely win the Academy Award for best use of a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's yes, that Academy Award is is a lock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's
2: not far off from most of the other awards these days, so yeah.
1: So one of the things that I thought was interesting about this this movie, because it's it's very effective at what it's trying to do, and it's all done on a budget. You know, this is the same filmmakers who made Swiss Army Man oh, with Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Um they're they're really smart about how they set up their production schedule, I guess, because they're shooting all this stuff in all these different locations in order to edit together, and the edit must have taken forever, because it's all in the edit. Um, but I was reading an interview with one of them, and the thing is that the movie the movie is trying to have something to say about our current time in which people have gotten very cynical and are are just kind of giving up and and i know that this movie is trying to send a message to people like myself and i'm like i'm not ready to hear it yet movie i'm i'm not i'm still kind of in my cynical place the the interview i read said that you know one of the directors is also kind of there and he, he can't take anybody seriously who can't at least express his cynical position because he doesn't feel like you can have a real conversation unless you can display that level of understanding. And this movie does do that. Uh, it's working on a lot of levels. Um, do you he think Hei Kwan is amazing. Um, Doug, do you think oh, we'll see a lot of this it. thing
2: uh, come next award season? Do you think it'll have some staying power?
1: I, you know, it's going to depend on whether they put a campaign behind it. I think people will forget it. Actually, yeah, that's my fear. Um, that the good stuff not is going to be just get like
0: ignored. I mean, if you want cynical, uh, it will. It will probably do well because of the, you know, almost entirely, if not entirely, Asian cast. It's like that will be a big thing in its favor for award season. But that also kind of points out how award season doesn't really mean anything anymore.
3: Yeah.
1: Fair enough. But Michelle Yeoh is great. Jamie Lee Curtis is great. Um, yes. E. Oh, is great. God.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis was so great.
1: Yeah. And, and this movie is really good at subverting your expectations and, and sort of putting you off kilter. So you just never quite know where it's going next or, or how it's going to get there. And so you can't get ahead of the movie. It's like deliberately made to be hard to get ahead of, and that's disorienting to the viewer, and that's appropriate because of how it's disorienting to the characters. So, yeah, definitely recommended. Uh, also, one of the best movies I've seen this year so far.
0: Okay, kind of like that other movie, Rakkakuni.
1: Yes, <laughs> exactly <laughs> like Rakkakuni. <laughs> um, and then finally, uh, went to the Cha and i saw broadway darling tony award winning hades town never heard of it hades town is um i mean it is a tragedy a greek tragedy with a chorus and everything and it's a modern musical it's definitely a musical you can tell it was made after hamilton because you can see the hamilton influences in it uh, in the set design, in the stage direction, and in the, I mean, the lighting is phenomenal. Um, the, uh, the audio mix was one of the best audio mixes I've ever heard at Gamage. It was really clean. It seems like that's um, always
2: a really spotty proposition for you when you go to these things. It is. Like half the time, it that's is. all well, you're complaining about is just how terrible their sound was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this one not at all. This okay. one they nailed it on the sound. Do they, um,
2: do they travel with their sound engineers, or do they provide one at Gamage, and that's why it's no?
1: I'm sure they travel with okay. them. Okay. Uh, I think the trick here is that the drummer wasn't in the orchestra pit. The drummer was on stage behind the set with some baffling, and th- so they were able to kind of get the drums to be in the pocket and not be all boomy. Okay. Um, which makes a big difference. All of the other instruments were also on stage where you could see them. Um, There was this phenomenal trombone player. So the the music is kind of this New Orleans jazz uh, style influence. It's everything about this show is really, really good. And all of the performances are great. The problem with it is the book and book lyrics and music are all by the same person. But boy, is she writing at a like low grade level. Like, there's no subtlety here. They're being very explicit about everything in very simple words throughout. And this is where it doesn't, you know, reach the level of sophistication that a Hamilton has. And it makes me wonder, like, is this what opera is like for people who speak Italian? Right? Like, if you go and you watch the opera and you know what they're saying, is it is it trite? Is it dumbed
0: down? <laughs> You know, my mom says it's it's my mom said it, it's usually unintelligible because they're more into the singing than they are the enunciating. OK, so town is, you know, it's it's good, not
1: great. It just it never reaches the highest highs. It 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 lacks a giant, like excellent dance number showstopper. And it lacks, like I say, the sort of energy and sophistication of a Hamilton. But other than that, it is extremely well executed it knows what it is it they tell you straight up this is what we're going to do like the first song is literally like here's what's gonna happen guys and then they get you to think that maybe they're not gonna go there and then they totally go there and then they come back and say we told you we were going there um so it's uh it's good it's good you there are a lot of worse the,
0: theater shows to see I was going to do a thing on actors who just play themselves, but uh, I didn't like it. So instead, uh, I, I want to do what's your first? Uh, it goes like this: I'm going to ask you the the first thing that you remember enjoying, and basically, this is going to be a show about being a child in the 70s. Uh, Jesus Christ! So Eric just yeah. literally changed the topic yeah. on the show without telling yeah. me, or Chris.
1: Mid- mid- yeah, show. So that's this be interesting. That, that's a curveball. Okay. <laughs> Okay, word association episode.
0: Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Would you rather... Okay.
0: What's the first film you remember uh, enjoying? Oof. Not seeing, enjoying. Enjoying. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like. not like you got... I remember getting dragged to Rocky and falling asleep. I fell asleep through my fair share of films before I got to see the Muppet movie.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's... So are we talking in theater or like just first movie movie...
0: in a theater. Yeah, in a theater. Okay. Yeah,
1: a okay, theater. okay. Hmm. Uh, escape to which mountain?
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to say The Rescuers.
1: Wow.
0: So that's another,
2: that's okay. another, that's another, did
0: so, Do you remember, yeah. were you like looking forward to it or do you just have like flashes of, oh yeah, that's right. I was in. Dude, no, so, so I was, yeah. For me, this was, this
1: was, I was being shoveled off to my grandparents with my brother Uh huh. And they did the thing where there was like buy the tickets for the movie theater and they had movies for kids during the day. And so my grandparents was like, why don't you go to the mall and go watch a movie? And so we saw a bunch of stuff there. You know, we saw like a Godzilla movie and bed knobs and Broomsticks and the Shaggy Dog and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going with Witch Mountain because I didn't want to say Star Wars.
2: <laughs> I mean, you could say Star Wars. It's yeah. Fine. You're of the age. You know, but there uh, has
0: to have been something before Star Wars, right? I mean, I was even thinking of that, but I was like, I'm sure well, I saw a movie before Star Wars.
2: Well, I mean, it's such, it's such a vague memory sitch for me, because like, until about the age of seven, everything is really just hazy. But I distinctly remember watching The Rescuers in the theater uh, and someone enjoying it. But I think that's mostly based on the strength of the voice cast, which included Bob Newhart and Zsa, Zsa Gabor. I mean, that's just indelible to me. And so I can still hear it in my head, uh, the interchange between the two. So that's, that's very distinct. But,
1: yeah. Eric, what was yours? Muppet movie, right? Uh,
0: Muppet movie. Yeah. yeah. Muppet movie. Okay. See, uh, So
1: Muppet movie was, what, 79? So you didn't see Star Wars? Well, yeah. Wait, the Muppet yeah. movie
0: was 79? Well, then that oh, can't yeah. be yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> let me think back, think back. I think it was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but I didn't see all of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because yeah. I threw up.
2: And that had to have been a, like a like a a rerun theatrical release because that one's like 1968 when it first came yeah, out.
0: Yeah, damn, this is getting
2: hard, right? Uh, but again, I guess I got to
0: say Star Wars, but I don't want to.
2: Well, again, we all grew up in the era where they would do like revivals. Like it was not unheard of for a movie to come out again like two years later and have another mm-hmm. big run at the box office. And that's why it's muddled to me. Cause like the seventies are just like, well, I remember seeing this movie, but I couldn't have, right. Because it came out when I was two, but I distinctly remember seeing it in the theater. And so it's that kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're, you just say star Wars. You guys should just say star Wars and be done with it.
1: All right. I mean, star Wars, come on. Yeah. Certainly <laughs> that was the, the biggest impression. Yeah. You, any of us would have had. Yeah. yeah. See, all you're right, like, all
2: right. You're, you're like kicking it off because, like, now I have all these like weird like flashes of memory. Like, I would go see my dad because my parents. <laughs> That's what I'm shooting for, and he would. That is what he, I'm shooting yeah. for. Yeah, and he would go take I mean, me to movies, and I distinctly remember him taking me to some, uh, some movie that I vaguely remember involved pool. Um, I vaguely remember, uh, like nudity, like the the uh, hustler no 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 but it was like uh what's his face from uh our man flint uh was the the main star um lee marvin so your dad your dad uh, wanted no. to see a movie was, basically and was, took you with him yeah it was james yeah it was a james coburn uh but it was some yeah, like right. like low end low end mid 70s just let's make a movie kind of a thing where he was i don't know maybe it was johnny in your pocket or something I just I just think I remember that as one of my earliest film memories but I don't have any other contextual information. So thanks for that Eric. Yeah. Now I'm going to be <laughs> driving myself crazy trying to
1: figure I, it out. Well, I got I'll more give you two others of <laughs> of those of those kinds of like so th- whatever Godzilla movie it was it had Mecha Godzilla in it and that was fucking great. That I think that was uh, Godzilla kid,
2: versus Mecha Godzilla, right?
1: Yeah. I, it could have been. I mean there's a there's more than one. Yeah. Um, and then the, and then the other one, uh, special shout out to the sixties version of fantastic voyage that got me. Okay. All right. Special effects and stuff, man. I've always been a sucker for special effects.
2: Yeah. But again, (laughs) but again, Eric's pushing for theater. And so my, my biggest memories are from watching stuff on TV, like, well, see, this, is, thing, this
0: question yeah. has already gone on far longer than I intended it to because the next question is What's the first TV show you remember binging on? Like the show you had to watch every week and Dukes of Sesame Street and shit doesn't Dukes count. Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of, Dukes Hazzard. of, Dukes of Hazard. Hazzard? Hell yeah. But that's, yeah. That wasn't very old at all. I think we were still that in high school when Dukes of Hazard was, late, Hazzard was late, on. Late 70s. Dukes of Hazard and Dallas yeah. were
1: on Friday night. Yeah. Every really? Friday. Dukes of Hazard and Dallas. Yeah, we
2: were like seven. Yeah. And you cannot beat a seven year old watching a nonsense program about uh dirty Southerners and Daisy Duke. That's all I'm gonna say. It just Man. the the General League doing its General Lee stuff and then Daisy Duke. That was literally why you tuned yeah. in every Friday.
1: Yeah, and, and Eric that so again, Kansas City. Yeah at my grandparents' house, Friday night watching that and remember when you talked about that thing where the where the Catwalk fell in the hotel yeah. in in the Kansas City. Yeah. That happened on a Friday night and totally freaked me out because it interrupted the Dukes of Hazard in Dallas, so we could watch all this local terror. I yeah. was like, <laughs> "Yeah,"
2: but was that like uh, like four season Dukes of Hazard where they had Coin Vance where it really didn't matter if it got interrupted? Like I remember it at
0: that level of detail.
2: <laughs> you would know. I never watched like sure. Dukes
0: of Hazard. I never did. I did not care. I think it's because my parents made my dad made us watch hee-haw on saturdays and i was like i hate the middle of the country i just despise it So anything having to do with people named Bo, or you know like saying things like yee-haw i had no interest in
2: yeah you would have hated kansas city than eric back in the day like 82-ish uh or even late 70s like so friday was dukes of Hazzard, but saturday was like all of the uh the syndicated stuff so it was hee-haw muppet show uh lawrence welk make me laugh uh that kind of garbage
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you know i was hoping eric was going to say the muppet show was this show wasn't no. eric no my show was 1975's Holmes and yo-yo that, with, oh uh, God. A, about oh about God. A, a detective who gets paired up with a robot detective yeah
2: yeah <laughs> that was uh, I can't remember I can't remember the actor's name but he was in the movie version of MASH as the guy that wanted to kill himself cuz uh, he thought he might have been gay.
0: Yeah, John Shuck. Yes. He was also the uh the Klingon uh uh ambassador in Star Trek 6. And he, he did how it? I work Star Trek into every yeah. every one of these episodes. Yes. yes.
2: Did you, he, you know, um, I remember him from being like he was like the weird uh Herman Munster stand-in for the weird uh reboot they did in the early 80s but yeah. in color yeah yeah
0: okay and not a bad pick yeah
1: i i i also shout out to the muppet show itself and the carol burnett show definitely watch that at the time well
2: repeats yeah but uh i mean you could you could also say gilligan's island i I vaguely remember just being into that one from the get-go i and i
1: didn't realize those were repeats i thought that was the actual <laughs> like primetime broadcast i what do i know i was a kid yeah. well i mean eric What's, what else you eric, got, eric
2: isn't, isn't contextualizing <laughs> you know he just threw this curveball and so now we're just right you know well
0: yeah because i wanted to like do something where you had no warning and where okay. we could just you know actually like have a non-rehearsed discussion of shit yeah uh, let me just uh, say his hot yeah. shot let me and i could talk this. about <laughs> my love of homes and yo-yo and how i had oh. to fight to get tv time <laughs> it's, it's, so that i it's, could like watch this comedy about a guy who's a robot
2: I mean, it's no original Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. (laughs) La 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 Uh, Let me just say this, Eric. I I am glad that I did not spend uh, two to three hours trying to come up with an image for the program I thought we were going to do.
3: (laughs) Because I would have reached through
2: this microphone and murdered you. (laughs) So, Uh, So...
1: So, fun show production note. Chris does the images, I do the audio edits, and Eric just shows up and does the show. (laughs) He's our secret weapon.
0: He's our secret weapon. So, next question. What's the first album you bought? And not bought had bought for you the first one where you shoveled out some money for, you know, and and bear in mind, in the 70s uh, albums were like five bucks, but you had to buy them from like uh, Safeway. You know, it's like they, they had a video game section and a record section at the grocery store because... yeah, you know, thinking kids, of
1: Smitty's. We couldn't go to... <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but nobody would know what a Smitty's is, but... Yeah.
1: I'll,
2: I'll, uh, I'll uh, vote to go last because you're going to love mine, I think. You're really going to dig it.
1: I... So... I'm kind of a cheat on this one because I my brother kept buying all the records and I just listened to them. What was the first album I bought? Yeah, me personally, shit. I'm 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 frightened that it might actually be Weird Al Yankovic's in three D.
2: You didn't buy an album yourself until 1984?
1: That's incredible. My brother was buying like The Cars and Blondie and the English Beat and I was in good shape, man. That's I didn't need cool. to buy
2: stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> man, like I remember uh, my brother would be into like The Police and all of that stuff, but we didn't live in the same house together cuz you know, a whole weird family situation anyway. Uh, 1980, he was listening to The Police and I had like Kenny Rogers Greatest Hits. That's not my pick, by the way, but that just kind of gives you some idea of where my taste was when I was, you know, 10 or under. <laughs> so,
1: okay. Oh. But
2: so Weird Al in 3D, that's like your earliest memory. I, I, okay.
1: I'm struggling to think of anything I might have bought before that with my own money. Like Tony Basil? I mean...
2: Like anything? No,
1: my brother bought all the Tony Basil and the Joan Jet, and like he was and, buying and, all of that and stuff. And the Duran Duran?
2: Uh, nothing? A,
1: Duran Duran was actually kind of after that Weird Al album. Um, Interesting. I mean, I might have bought
0: like a K-Tell record. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that counts <laughs> if you remember oh, it. The awesome. yeah. comes K-Tel's Rodney, starring Brad Benatar.
2: Hot Legs from The Knack, Blondie, and Joe Jackson. This you really going with it? Platinum power from Cheap Trick, The Ramones, and Gary Numa cool yeah what was yours eric
0: mine Some was punk, uh, actually punk? S- no surprisingly late as well because i listened to my sister's records and my dad you know was pretty hip in his tastes so there was always you know good music around the house uh but my, so my first purchase was Judas Priest's Screaming for Vengeance. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's not
2: bad. Not bad. Good,
0: good pick. <laughs> but late, it, once again, yeah. you know, like. I was going say,
2: that would have been a much cooler story if you're like, I was eight and I bought some Judas Priest. That
0: would yeah. Be better. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, you have to reach the age where you have enough allowance to get that much money to buy a. That's thing, true, right? That's like, true. Uh, I get. Yeah. Well,
2: okay. Then might not. My, I might mean, not work because I, I don't know if I paid for it myself. But yeah. Anyway, continue.
0: Oh, what is it? Yeah. Because oh, if oh. we accept it, maybe our 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 choices change too.
2: Well, uh, I don't know if I paid for it with my own money because I would have been like eight. Uh, but i did actually go through the process of mail ordering it from the advertisement that i saw on the tv uh Ooh. and i had to wait like five weeks for it to show up at my door slim whitman right yeah. you're going for slim <laughs> <laughs> no i wish it was uh, 1979's mickey mouse disco
3: so
0: was- oh man that's pretty awesome actually look it's america's favorite mouse all grown up and gone disco now you and your children can catch mickey mouse fever with this exciting new nine song album from walt disney productions
2: and i played the living out of that thing the the chagrin of my entire family (laughs) but there's amazing there's a disco version of chim 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 cheree that is to die for uh, and i recommend it it, but it had like it's a small world zippity-doo-dah uh, call, I think called Macho 6, 4, Duck 1, 67, 67. that Donald 67. did. I mean, it's Saved just, it's, I remember macho, macho Duck. Right? Oh,
1: Jesus. Macho Duck. Macho Duck. The <laughs> is a sensation. Macho, Duck.
3: Macho, Duck. Macho macho
2: <laughs> and so that's the first one I actually, like, sought out and, uh, and procured myself. You manager.
1: know okay so so Chris you you may have hipped me to a different album before Weird Al that I might have been responsible for I had Chipmunk Punk <laughs> No Chipmunk <laughs> Punk is literally Alvin and the Chipmunks doing covers of punk tunes they do a co- and they don't change the lyrics so they do a cover of Good Girls Don't by The Knack right <laughs> like yeah Alvin and the goddamn and- Chipmunks <laughs>
2: That is fun because the knack and, is, the, all their songs are so dirty, but people never give
1: it Yeah, start. yeah, I mean, like, Chibbuck Punk is not okay, people. <laughs> I can't believe I got away with this.
2: All right, I'm looking up the uh, the the track list. Or oh, actually, like Good punk.
1: Girls Don't. I don't know if that was the, they did My Sharona by the Knack. Good Girls Don't might have been Cheap Trick. I don't remember who did that. No, no, song, no. But. Good Girls Don't is the Knack. You're right. That's a is it yeah. okay? Yeah. Well, I'm looking at yeah. the track
2: list for this thing, and it's it's not even really punk. I mean, you've got the Ramones Let Go, no. Let's Go, but then you've got Refugee by Tom Petty. Yeah, you may be right.
0: Yeah. yeah by (laughs) billy joel if you Uh, actually do punk covers it's going to be a bunch of songs nobody knows and so they can't sell the album so i'm sure there was some producer going like no you can't do the damned we have to do something someone's ever heard of yeah they, Although, they actually cut in like after in
1: in uh, the Tom Petty song when he says, you know, tell me why you want to lay there revel in your abandon, and then the chipmunks start bantering. Theodore, what do those words really mean? Beats <laughs> me. You know, oh
2: my god. Gee, <laughs> In the record. Gee. Man, I would pay cash money to hear a chipmunk version of Too Drunk to Fuck by Dead Kennedys, though. <laughs> 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 that would be just the most sublime thing ever. <laughs>
0: I had a friend who had to do community service hours, and he had to like work in a charitable record store or something, and he shoplifted a bunch of really cool stuff, including the Strawberry Shortcake album, and it's oh, Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, berry Singing one, yeah, things well, like- I, I heard it. Well, Celebration is the one I remember. Celebrate good times, oh. come on. And oh, so now, man. whenever I hear a song I particularly don't like, I picture Strawberry Shortcake singing. <laughs>
2: so
1: Strawberry Shortcake singing True Duck to Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Too drunk identity. to
3: fuck.
2: <laughs> Too drunk to fuck. Oh, man. Can you tell that we grew up in an era where there was still lead and paint? I mean, good Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Anybody yeah. under the age of like 45 is listening to this going, what? you what know these assholes even
0: talk? Yeah, really, we, we've lost yeah, them. Yeah, next we've podcast, lost them. anyway.
1: All right, keep going.
0: Next question. You Where know, we well, got? no, you know what though? If if uh, I begged my mom to buy it for me, counts. My my first important album would have been the story of Star Wars. Did you have that? Oh no, is this the one that wasn't even really the story of Star Wars? It just said Star Wars, but it was like some other completely other story. No, no, it was <laughs> Roscoe had- Lee Brown essentially telling the story of the movie. With a lot wow. of sound effects and oh. dialogue. I had an actual—I had an actual worse one because it was a knockoff. It said Star Wars on the cover <laughs> and it had characters that looked like R2D2 and C3PO, but it was not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a beep bloop blorp peep blop. Oh, yeah. uh, I got to put a link to that story of Star Wars thing on YouTube because oh, it's just—it's just the bomb. And I think what I loved the most about it, it really started my love of radio the theater. Star- that's that's what this podcast initially was gonna be, but then I listened to a lot of radio theater podcasts, and anyone who tells a story with a podcast sucks. So we don't do that.
3: The starship speeds through the metallic trench. The young pilot is unaware of the danger above.
2: I like that it's uh, Roscoe Lee Brown doing it though, because if you're not gonna get James Earl Jones from that era, you get Roscoe no. Lee Brown. Am I wrong? Got that authoritative voice. He's got yeah. that very
0: "I am in charge." Kind of Lord Vader's fighter goes out of control and spins helplessly toward deep space. Luke then hears the familiar voice of
3: Han Solo. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Luke remembers the lessons of Ben Kenobi. He pushes aside the target visor and closes his eyes as if in touch with Stand something by. unseen. He touches a control and his last torpedo flies free.
2: So when they blow up the like Death Star, the menacing uh,
0: Death Star has a did they do the whole like blinding light? Han Solo swooping 900%. in. Good
2: shot, kid! Yeah. And the whole thing, kid, really?
0: Yeah, and I think it has him saying things like, "But just in time, Han Solo shows up." <laughs> Way to go,
1: kid! bye. bye, bye. Yeah. Oh, Ben Burt is is doing most of the work here on the sound effects. <laughs> yeah. mean, meanwhile,
2: Brian's like listening to the Battlestar Galactica version of Star Wars. Uh,
1: oh, oh, it wasn't even that good. It was it was so not Star Wars. Anyway, I, I'm hoping I could find a recording of whatever the hell that was and, well, and expose you to whatever I have. Here's
2: my production note. If you can't find anything, just put in a version of Too Drunk to Fuck. You'll be OK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right what else i
0: don't yeah. got nothing else oh I
1: mean, really okay got? that's we're getting on the long side anyway it's all good <laughs> good uh i mean
2: that was what five questions those is the only first
0: ones? celebrity crush what was your first celebrity crush uh Ooh. seriously jeez. Oh, uh, claudette claudette
2: colbert from it happened one night
0: oh fuck you really claudette yeah. colbert yeah that's classy dude
2: dude i watched a lot of old movies <laughs> wow. and that's just like like she pulls up the the, the dress and shows her leg to get the, the car to stop she's got some nice yeah. games, man uh and you know
0: okay so, well yeah. you know it's it's actually it's funny because i only just thought of this question now and as you say that i realized my first celebrity crush was capucine in uh the pink panther because nice. she's she's naked on the bed and then they all get blown out the window And she's, you know, you almost see her, but she's covered in the blanket. And I remember going, oh, ladies are hot.
2: (laughs) I feel some stirrings. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So beat that, Brian. Wow,
1: yeah. I I really can't. Um, Jeez, first celebrity crush. I'm I'm struggling with this one, actually. Um, Well, then
2: give us your second.
1: I... I, I, (laughs) (sighs) I, I, is it a crush or was it just you know hormones? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with either Joe from the Facts of Life, okay, or see that. A, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, like both uh-huh. of, both of them. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, both of them. I, I'm went. not At sure the same which time. One. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like kind of. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan's like
2: seven. He wants to have a menage with the uh, Electra Woman.
1: I and mean. Dinah Girl. <laughs> It's not as classy as what you got. Sorry, kids. I mean, this is where we are. I mean, it's
0: not class as classy. It's just better. Fuck, yeah. I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> yeah,
2: because It Happened One Night is a classic movie. It's like your intro to Claudette Colbert if you're that young. Like, if I'd have seen Cleopatra at that age where she's wearing next to nothing oh, dude
1: wait aw. wait wait uh scrub all of that batgirl from the 60s batman
2: oh yvonne craig yeah good choice mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good choice
3: too.
2: <laughs> i mean i have i have vague recollections of seeing uh reruns of my the dog sounds that
0: way when it finds a bone
2: <laughs> 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 oh my god oh my Okay. Okay. I think we've, uh, yep. we've mined All a lot right. of uh, really yeah uh, uncomfortable territory Disturbing, here. embarrassing, we, uh, we really
0: things it. that make us sound old. Child yeah. of the yeah. 70s, man of the zeros. That's who yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's the, the irony of Gen X, I think, is on full display yeah. here, so.
0: That's what we do here at the Magnificently Huge Podcast and that's yeah. why you listen every single week. You yeah. can get in touch with us at maghuge.com. We're or maghuge on twitter magnificentlyhuge.com is that what we're doing now that's maghuge.com It works okay we we got on facebook yeah magnificently huge all over the place subscribe wherever you listen you know or don't i don't care anymore because you're pissing me off you should be you should be subscribed by now god (laughs) yeah uh get
1: off our lawn